Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. We are joined uh, by Ralph Bezad in sunny Arizona. How are you doing, Ralph? I am doing fantastic, Greg. Thank you. Well, uh, I am looking at uh, ice on my pond and 15-degree uh, uh, weather. What are you looking at there, and uh, where are you at today? Uh, I, today we are up in uh, Cave Creek, Arizona, and I literally, I'm on the job site. I just jumped in the truck. And I had to shed my sweatshirt because I started sweating. So the sun is out, and uh, it's going to be a beautiful day. I uh, I am jealous. I love Cave Creek. I've been there. I stayed at my uh, my next door neighbor's home in Cave Creek. It was a it's a real cute uh, kind of a uh, eclectic little neighborhood out there. How far is that from you? Uh, this is about an hour from me. Hour north from me. Yep, so you service basically an hour, hour and a half radius. Where, uh, where's your headquarters? Uh, we're, we're based out of Queen Creek, Arizona. All right, so Ralph, we have known each other for a while, but uh, I would love for all of our listeners to get to know your journey uh, to becoming a pond guy. Man, uh, it's been a, a long, crazy road, but a, an exciting one. Uh, it, it actually started with my very first water feature, my fountain, my first fountain I built uh, right after I got out of the Marine Corps. Uh, yep, that thank literally you. caught me. Yeah, it, uh, it caught me on fire. So, um, I mean, it literally blew up in my face. I uh, I, I tried something stupid, and I, I was not uh, aware how flammable caulking was or the fumes. Are you <laughs> so, serious? That, oh yeah. This is why this is why I do these podcasts because I learned something new. So tell, finish the story. So I had a chimney that uh, the the you know a uh, portable fireplace and it's a terracotta material, and it's a two piece. The crock uh, ended up cracking during a, a a party. We had too much fire in there and cracked. So I had this awesome chimney portion of it, and it was sitting on my patio next to a terracotta wok pot, and I'm looking at it thinking. I can turn this into a water feature. I'll just take that chimney, put it in the wok pot, glue them together. I ran down to the beach. This is right after I got out of the Marine Corps. I, I ran down to so, the yeah, beach. You were, you were the lived, definition of a jarhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lived in San Clemente, and, uh, you know, so I grabbed some seashells, and I, I glued them to the, to the edges of this uh, chimney. So when the water ran down, they would cascade over the shells and, co- you know, cool little ripple. Well, what I did was I put uh, caulking around the base of that chimney portion and, and pushed it into the pot. Well, mm-hmm. you know, so now essentially I've, I've created a cannon. And uh, so I thought the, the best way to enjoy my new water feature faster is to uh, burn the caulking so it, it you know, dries and uh, I can fill it with water. Well, all these fumes billowing in there, and I go and insert my hand with a lighter, looking down the face of this cannon, I spark that lighter, and all the hair on my arm, my armpit, my eyebrows, all the hair up my nose, 
my forehead all singed instantly. Uh, I mean, I smelt burnt hair for a week. <laughs> oh, man. If, if, uh, you know what? If you had that on your YouTube, you'd go viral, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just keep I, I, doing it. Every week you could do a new stunt with Pons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought about recreating it, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I've gotten a little smarter over the years. Well, I don't know. I, I do remember some. I do remember some video about you out in a field and the guys shooting potato guns at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said a little smarter. <laughs> so, so had you had you started your business at this time? No, no. This was my very first. Uh, you know, I grew up a lot like a lot of the other. Uh, people that get involved in this industry, you know, fishing in creeks and catching tadpoles and stuff like that. I grew up that way in Texas, and uh, um, this was my first water feature that I've ever built. And uh, I knew instantly, I, man, I, this was fun. I, I want to do this again. My wife's grandmother gave me a, uh, an article out of uh, Home and Garden magazine on how to properly build a fountain feature, so uh, mm-hmm. I was, you know, making stuff in the right direction, and I built like uh, like four of these fountains, and uh, uh, on uh, the weekends, one weekend, the first Sunday of every month, uh, at the end of the, our block, it was, uh, it was like a uh, farmer's market craft fair, so I tried selling these features and uh, failed miserably, but I, I had the bug. I loved playing with and creating these fountain features. And uh, we moved to Arizona, and I met some guys that uh, were starting uh, a landscape company, and uh, they hired me. And what what year is this? So this is '04. Okay. This is this is '04. So '05 is when I got uh, sent out to uh, California for one of your uh, two-day pond uh, build a pond seminars. Did you get sent out? Or did you get sent out, or did you ask to be sent out? I don't remember. Uh, so the, the the contractor he told me about okay. the, the your company. He he built the pond. He got the uh, magazine and all that stuff. He built. Yep. So he he knew the value. He knew the potential in getting involved with these water features. He knew that I was creative and liked this. And he told me about his pond. I was like, oh my goodness, man, that, that's great. I want to do stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he, he showed me an article about the, the uh, Build-A-Pond seminar. So uh, mm-hmm. he sent me out, and uh, I was sick as a dog. I mean, I, mm. I should not have been out there. I had the flu, but I was on fire yet again like that first fountain. I met mm-hmm. Chris Wilson and Tavia, and uh, mm-hmm. they literally took me under their wing. They, like, Chris got me involved in building the water feature or building the waterfall. Like I, mm-hmm. I would take breaks. I would, I would go over to my rental car and pop the trunk and, and uh, down a few shots of NyQuil, DayQuil to keep me going. <laughs> I was just feeling awful, but I was so excited about what I was doing. It, mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't going to stop me. And, uh, you know, they, 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 it was it was awesome the 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 embracement that I got from uh, from those guys and I just knew that I was on to something that I was truly falling in love with. Amen. But what's kind of interesting though is you came back and and the guy who sent you the landscaper who sent you didn't have that same energy and that's kind of why you broke off on your own. What's the story there? 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I, man, I'm on fire. I, we got to become certified aquascape contractors. This is the greatest thing. We got to follow these steps. The process, the format is laid out for us. Um, and he turned around and uh, he pointed at his uh, certificate on the wall, general contractor. And, you know, that's a big license. You know, he, he does amazing work, but he said, we don't need those little certifications to do what we want to do. And mm -hmm. it was like a punch in the gut. I'm like, man, you just sent me out to, to you know, learn about this, and now I'm on fire, and you're kind of pulling the rug out from under me. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. Okay, you know, we did a few features over the, the course of a, a couple of years, and slowly I was, you know, I, I was losing my drive to even be there. Uh, anytime we did a water feature, man, I'm on board. And uh, uh, so one day I got a phone call from a, or actually an email from a cousin of mine that lives out in the uh, Chicago area when, when I was, I, you know, that's where I was born. And um, she's, there's only one Ralph Bezad that I know in, on this world, uh, so this must be you. And she was literally at a nursery looking at a pond that we had our cards in front of, and she wanted a pond built. So she talked me into coming out and met with her reunited. I mean, she was 20 years older than me. Uh -huh. I didn't know her uh -huh. when I was a baby. But, uh, she said, hey, can you do this for me? I don't want your company. I said, oh, well, I mean, yeah, this is family. I'll just come over on, you know, Saturday and get started. Well, yep. it took, uh, you know, took about a week of uh, going over, you know, um, in the evenings and on the weekends. And uh, well, she referred me to a friend. And I did the same thing, went over on the weekend, and uh, she referred me to another friend, and I'm like, holy smokes, this is uh, turning into something. I better get a license to protect myself and the customers. And uh, uh, from that point on, and I was working weekends and after hours. I was generating my, all my own leads, and uh, I was working two jobs. And any time somebody would call me through the other company, okay, yeah, we're, we're doing this through the, the other company, but... If it was something that was organically produced uh, through me, then I was uh, building my resume. Uh, so what? So that, what was that, it that? What was it that triggered you actually? You know, officially, you know, leaving and you know, um, going 100% independent. What? And what year was that? That was '09, the recession. Okay. It, mm -hmm. it forced me out. The the guys I worked for, they were struggling to keep their doors open and stay afloat. And they couldn't afford to have me on anymore. I had, at this point, been working uh, uh, seven days a week for about uh, almost three years and burning the candle at both ends. I was too afraid to jump. Uh, mm. So many people were telling me, Ralph, what are you doing? You, you've, got, you've got this. Start your own business. And I was too mm -hmm. scared. And mm. the recession helped me out. So... As soon as I got wow. laid off, I never looked back. I, uh, I, I started building water features and uh, quickly hired uh, guys and uh, never looked back. Wow. And so what does your business look like today in terms of revenue, in terms of uh, 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 staff, you know? Uh, so we last year revenue, we did uh, 550000 and that's <laughs> with myself and two guys. Nice, not bad. And 
you had, uh, but you were doing full service landscaping, specializing in water features. But now you've kind of really gotten rid of the maintenance side. I mean, so talk a little bit about that that, that structure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I I was really scared that you know I'm specializing in in water features, and uh, but I better keep doing landscape installation and things like that to stay afloat. Um, and that's what I did. I, I, I did full service installation and uh, uh, slow, every single project I, I built, uh, you know, if it was a full package, um, it would incorporate some kind of water feature. That, that was my passion. That was my goal to get a water feature in every project that I did. So mm-hmm. uh, I got to a point to where um, we were getting, you know, one month, two months, three month lead time. And slowly I started declining, uh, landscape jobs mm-hmm. because I just didn't want to do them. I, I, mm-hmm. well, you know, I've got four people in line waiting for a water feature and I've got eight people in line wanting a landscape. Well, I don't want to do that landscape. So as of uh, it's been almost four years uh, since I've uh, installed my last landscape project. And ironically enough, the, the very last uh, landscape project that I installed has zero water features in it. And that was a great time to stop doing it. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. I, yeah, yeah. So since then, I have been uh, completely committed to just water features and water feature maintenance. And even your old boss uh, now sometimes subcontracts you for the water features, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we still have a a great relationship. And uh, uh, this past summer, I did a uh, over a half a million dollar pond with him. Um, So (laughs) it uh, it pays to keep those uh, relationships. And uh, you know that that job is uh, is already planted the seed for uh, several other projects and uh, not just here in our local market you know they've got uh, customers all across the nation and uh, they he, he wants me to go and and uh, oversee and run these jobs amen amen so listen um we've got about eight minutes here left uh Tell me, you know, you, you know, I love to say I love my job. You love your job, too. Uh, do you have a story or so that you could explain why, you know, you really love your job? Man, uh, it, it's, it's the people. It's the memories. It's the relationships. Um, if I could pay my bills off of high fives and hugs, uh, mm. I would be a wealthy, wealthy man. But, uh, you know, I need some uh, <laughs> I need some cash to pay the, pay the bills. But, uh the the <laughs> smiles that we that we get the the relationships that uh, have been built off of this i've got customers that uh, they they send us pictures of of their their yards when they get new furniture and i'm like why you know why are you sending me pictures of your new furniture oh because it's around the pond or it's around the waterfall what do you think? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's stories like that. It's those relationships, you know, I, I mean, I, I've, I've met some of the, the greatest friends that uh, I've had since the military. I mean, this is, this is the closest thing that I've ever had to the camaraderie that I've had in the military. Um, wow. You know, you go through Marine Corps boot camp and that tears you down to nothing. It builds you back up. And the, 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 friendships and relationships that you that you forge over your enlistment those are relationships that will last forever and once i got out 
I really, really miss that. And I miss mm-hmm. the, the, the Marine Corps dearly every day. But once I started with Aquascape and in, got embraced immediately, just like what, what I said a minute ago about Tavia and Chris Wilson, uh, that I was sitting at the table by myself at lunchtime, and they came up and sat next to me and just, you know, uh, just wanted me to feel uh, welcomed, and, and uh, it was just it was gr- a great feeling. So now, fast forward, I've, I've got relationships that I, I just shared a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime vacation with you, Greg. I mean, we yeah, went yeah. to Africa to do something amazing. And we, that is something we've got a, a bond. We've shared some amazing times. And there's some struggles. There's some really rough times. You know, it's not all about the great times. Misery loves company. And well, I've been in horrible situations in the military, and I've been in horrible situations in business and, uh, you know, in the field, making mistakes. But I've always been picked up by uh, the camaraderie of the, the certified Aquascape network that says, hey, mm-hmm. here, this is what you should do. This is how to overcome this. This is what you should do next time to not let this happen. Um, Amen. So, th- I mean, that's the story that I keep looking back on and – I keep looking forward, thinking, how does it get any better? I mean, every year it just gets better and better. (laughs) Well, and and I know a story uh, that kind of combines the two. You were able to actually use your newfound, uh, you know, skill set with water features to go back to an old – a person that had a high influence on you, which was which which was uh, your drill sergeant, wasn't it? I mean, tell that story. Yeah. Okay. So my my platoon commander in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. um, yeah, I I when when I was a young Marine, I got I got myself into a pickle, and uh, um, this guy he saw the potential in me and stood up for me when times were tough and the cards were stacked against me. And uh, uh, he helped me through a a really difficult time. And what was great, you know, fast forward, he he held my hand uh, through through that tough time. But uh, uh, you guys uh, came out to Arizona and we built that uh, amazing project at Sunshine Acres Children's Home. And uh, of course, of course, we, you know, we put it on our, our social medias, and my platoon commander, Percy, he saw that, and he just messaged me, and he, he sent me a picture of his mom's pond that he built for her. In, on, she lives with him uh, back in Maryland, and they're, they're on five acres, and he, he's got a nice little garden for her, but this pond, man, oh, man, I mean, it was garbage bags and uh okay. and for his liner and green water and he saw the sunshine acres project and he just said man i i could have used your help laugh out loud and mm-hmm. i looked at my wife and i said allison we're going to maryland we're mm-hmm. going to build percy a pond and there was nothing i mean i'm, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it there's nothing more gratifying than to give back to somebody that gave me so much for, for my, my career and my future with my family. I mean, he helped shape the man that I am. Um, so uh, we enlisted the help of several other uh, fellow CACs and uh, some of the, the guys I served with under Percy. 
and we showed up. He didn't know anything about uh, the crew that I was bringing <laughs> or the the level that we were bringing. But uh, I told him, I said, Percy, I'm going to come tear up your yard. Are you okay with that? And he said, okay. And mm-hmm. then we just had such a great time and gave back to him. And uh, that was such a gratifying moment in my career so far. Amen. And uh, real quick, we're running out of time. Uh, best piece of advice for people wanting to succeed uh, as pond people? Man, the, the best piece of advice that I can give is take small bites. You know, you've said it a million times, Greg. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Take small bites. The, the, people come get into this industry and they get so excited, want to go for the gusto, want to do the big, massive projects. And they're tons of fun, but start small. Make small mistakes and mm-hmm. talk to a lot of people. Get, get involved in the CAC program. Uh, you know, uh, do collaborations. Uh, reach out to people. Offer free labor. You know, uh, just get out and learn, 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 and make small mistakes because that, will, that won't deflate you. You know, a, a small mistake is easy to recover from. A big one... It can be uh, really deflating and, uh, you know, really turn you off. So uh, that's, that's my piece of advice is uh, start small and uh, you, you, the sky's the limit. Amen. Well, Ralph, it was great talking to you. Thank you for uh, your passion and your energy, and it's awesome to see, uh, you know, you, the door was opened by a former employer and uh, reopened when you went off on your own, and uh, it's neat to see how things have come full circle, and you're an awesome contributing member to the CAC Network. I really appreciate you, and uh, can't wait to do uh, Africa again with you next year. <laughs> awesome, good. Thanks very much, man. All right, go build a, go build a waterfall. Doing it hey hope you enjoyed that podcast and if you want to subscribe to the podcast just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every tuesday and thursday at 4 p.m central time for a brand new podcast i love my job and i hope you can too